my mouth is literally on fire because I started eating chips and salsa, uh, bandito a la Misty Skinner. The salsa is so much hotter than it usually is. And my mouth is on fire. My mouth is not quite as on fire as Zach Levine was tonight or Mike Moose's suit. You're throwing a lot of things at me. You're welcome. Okay, so <laughs> Zach Levine, Moose's suit. All fire Zach tonight. Uh, well, they tricked us a big one because I was like, oh, they're gonna show him in the lineup. Maybe he'll play. Nah. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. I got an update mid-game that was about Trevor Ariza, and I'm like, oh, yes. yeah, that guy? Yeah. Like, literally trade him wherever you can send him, because he doesn't want to play We're with We're just him. out here holding space for him. Yeah. How mad are you about this loss? Like, how upset are you right now? Because I feel like you're pretty upset. I seem a little tense. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I think there was a good portion of the game where the score was not really like depicting how I felt. Like I felt okay about this game, even in the third when we were down. It was just the fourth that was. I mean, I the didn't first watch much was, of it. The first was rough. Yes, but then like we had that nice little redemption in the second. Like, there were some things to be excited about, I think. There are things. Man, I miss Lou. Give him back to one. me. Does, like, is his toe really hurt? How, how does one get a toe sprain? <laughs> what do you do? Um, yeah, I want Lou back, okay? This was not it for me defensively as far as, like, Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, but first fashion? First fashion. Maybe we should hit him with a what's up, guys, too. I interrupted you earlier. I tried to sneak it in so we wouldn't have to do it awkwardly later, but well. you were trailing <laughs> down the drain. Yeah. So. <laughs> About Lou. Hmm. Obviously, they hit us with the Mike Moose. First things first. Mike Moose looked good. He had on the plaid pants, the white button down, and then like a trench coat. It's like a fancy ass overcoat. He had the coffee. I see your shiny shoes, Mike Moose. Is this the last walk in? I don't know. If it is, he went out with a bang because he was my favorite tonight. How do you feel about Ty Jerome's pants? You know it makes me uncomfortable. It's a lot of color. Well, like, first of all, I know you can wear black and brown together. I see other people do it, and I like it. But it's not <laughs> something I can achieve myself. So, like, that makes me nervous. Like, there's camo. The pants have, like, the patch on them. 
it was not just like a patch girl it was like the yeah. biggest patch it was like mid thigh yes. to past his knee like brown and then with the army green i mean i do feel like he pulled the colors together really well because his shoes were very matchy matchy on his camo yes i feel like the matching shoes was kind of the redemption for me in this look it, i didn't dislike it but i looked at it and i was like oh that makes me uncomfortable like i would never be able to leave the house in that and then sga out here in that plaid jacket that i like I feel like you're going to tell me that Teo's already worn that tracksuit, and I don't care. Uh, that's not the first thing I thought. I just thought how much I liked that blue, how much I like him in blue. He had the little tracksuit. He had the jacket over it. He had the white Nikes. He's kind of, I don't know the best way to describe it. I don't want to say, like, mousy, but he's kind of a little <laughs> And I like it. I liked his look a lot. He was probably my second favorite. Mike Moose. All Mike day. Mike Moose. Yeah. Um, the thing about the first for me is immediately I was like, what's up, Zach Levine? Like, from Jump. He came out so hot. We had to take a time out pretty quickly like with 10 25 left we were taking a a little a little time out to talk about what we've done um for our starters we had sga teo poku roby and moses brown uh lou was still out with the toe sprain this is where like it's funny business because uncle al was out for rest right rest so we did the back-to-back -back and he sat out the second game of the back-to-back -back and then he sat out this game so that's two games in a row and i'm like so this is just some funny business i feel they did ask dagnall about it and he gave like some i mean he made up an answer for it as to why we did it but i'm like no this is just tanking funny business this is uh this is how we live now yeah you showed me mike moose in a suit and now he's not gonna play not gonna play makes me sad um i missed lou almost immediately <laughs> in this game and i've always said like i don't enjoy playing the bulls because it's kind of like the Celtics for me, their guards and our guards always matched up well. So I always felt it was pretty even killed, but like, I don't like playing them. Zach Levine know. and Colby White are just... Zach Levine's good. There's literally nothing we could do about him. You know, I wondered who was going to guard him with SGA out. Like, are you going to put SGA with Lou out are you gonna put SGA on him which we did and I did not super enjoy that matchup are you gonna put tail on him like go ahead Rook get some yeah no um I don't know Kenny Hustle was on him a little bit but Zach Levine in the first 16 points even just like 
the funny part to me is when I wrote the score for the end of the first, I went ahead and wrote 4238 and I had to go back and be like, oh no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's 4228, <laughs> ma'am. And I thought it was sad because I do think SGA had a good first quarter. I mm -hmm. thought he was getting to the rim. He finished with 11 points at the end of the first. I thought SGA looked good from jump, but in comparison to what Zach Levine was doing, I feel like Levine's the flashier player. So, I mean, even at halftime, I think Levine had 20 and SGA may have had 17. They were just doing it differently. Um, so yeah, SGA looked good in the first, but I feel like everybody was just in awe of Zach Levine and missing, I, I was missing Lou. You weren't the only one. Yeah. I feel like at least Lou could have gotten some shots contested, pesky defense, like at least frustrated him a little bit, but there was, we didn't have anything. No, I don't feel like we frustrated him one time tonight, really. He was yeah. just, like, his finishing line is insane, and I'm pretty sure he didn't even play in the fourth. Didn't he drop 40 on us in January? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always an issue. Um, <laughs> I did think that Moses Brown had the hot start. Um, I think you saw that the Bulls didn't really have anybody size-wise to compete with him. So no. I thought he was fun to watch. Moses Brown had an amazing night. That's like the biggest takeaway from this game for me is Moses, I mean, not just his, he had a double-double at halftime. Mm -hmm, I think so. And you know, watching the first, it was just so much Zach Levine and like so much scoring for the Bulls. It was 42 to 28. If you would have asked me if in the second I thought our bench unit was just going to like put it together again, I would have said no, but they were out here doing it again. They cut the deficit and got us the lead at one point. Absolutely. I feel like when, in the second, when Ty Jerome, he made his first shot and it was a three. And I felt like that that kind of swung the momentum a little bit. And then Kenny Hustle had that open three in transition. We had the backdoor cut from Ty Jerome to Kenny. And that put us in that first 12 to three run. I was amazed how differently they were able to play, you know, the bench unit. Closing yeah. that deficit was a chore. And, I mean, the Bulls shooting did slow down. Like, don't get it twisted. Zach Levine wasn't ever slowing down. But yeah. around him, they kind of cooled off quite a bit. And so that helped us. Yeah, and he was on the bench to start the second. So I think the fun part for me in the second, I thought Ty Jerome and Kenny Hustle, like, got it going. But then throughout Hi. the course of the second, like, I couldn't – tell you who was impressing me the most just because everybody was kind of pitching in um, like I said Tydrome and the hustle got it started 
but then we had the Justin Jackson floater. Um, then he got fouled and made free throws. Then Moses Brown had that huge block, um, which I think he had five on the night. I just feel like he was in everything all night. It was funny. I was looking at SGA's stat line, like his end in the, the night stat line, and I was looking at his rebounds, and I thought it was a little low, and I was like, oh, that's because Moses got them all. Oh, there was none for nobody else. He collected them all. Also, Zach Levine didn't miss a lot, so. Well. <laughs> there, there weren't many rebounds to be had. I especially liked the play where we had the Kenny Hustle Euro step. I mean, he put it on there. He just didn't quite get to finish, but Moses was there to back that shit up. He was like, I got you. Um, I super, super liked at the end of the first, Moses Brown was shooting free throws and they were hyping him up on the broadcast, right? Like they had the little oh, fourth yeah. straight game with a career high in points, first in player history, and then like Moses airballed the free throw. And I'm like, <laughs> Mimi, that's bad timing. Bad timing. So that made me like have a little funny ha-ha. But he looked good. Poku was kind of out to some of his old tricks tonight. You know, we regressed a little bit. <laughs> a little regression. From last game. He had the end. Um, he didn't hit the ball, I don't think, but he hit the rim when it was, mm. like, above the cylinder and, like, fine, whatever. There was a goaltend situation. Fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now it's whatever. Um yeah, Poku, he a little regression. Um, at the end of the second, though, to SGA, that last score for him with time expiring, it was really good. The way he just drove through the lane, he made it look so easy, and then he was like, all right, we're out. Time's yeah. expired. Yeah, he was like, oh, hey, ref, I actually got fouled there, but I'm going to go back to the locker room now. Mm -hmm. um, I also like the drive right before then. He had like the nastiest spin move in the lane like I audibly said something that's how nasty it was and then he came down the next time and did that uh 71 63 at half I mean the comeback was fun with the bench um 22 and 3 run at one point in the second um Zach Levine didn't kill us in the second he had 20 at half and he had 16 in the first SGA had 17, you know, so that was pretty even. Um, Moses Brown, though. I know Moses last Brown. game you were impressed with him, and it's not that I wasn't, but it, it was not to the extent that I am tonight. Well, and even just in the third, like, he hit the block, he got back down the floor, made the alley-oop. How many times did we see him? you know, swatting the block, nice. and he's impressive. That was my favorite part, and I don't know if it's just because, like, he's still so young, but for him to get the block, I think the first one, Kenny Hustle maybe missed, and he got the putback, and then I think later in the third, he did it again. It only took him, like, five or six seconds. Mm-hmm. 
to get the block and then get down the court. And I just thought that was really fun. He really impressed me tonight. He on that Steven Adams hustle back down the court. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was impressed. And it's not that I wasn't impressed with Moses Brown before. Like, I always, I always kind of wanted to see. But, but now he's out here breaking records, finishing with a double-double, you know. There's just so like much room for growth. A man-sized double-double. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. It was like 18 points. 20 and 16. I know. man size. I mean, he had he had a nice night. I hate that that's like the only thing that I have to gush about because overall like I do feel like that take the final score away I do feel like that we were trying to compete I do feel like that we were scoring and making good plays and still communicating really well but it's just Zach Levine yeah, I mean, after half, we really tapered off. SGA finished with 21, and he had 17 at the half. So in the third, we just could never get anything going, and then the Bulls did, and then that was kind of just the end of that one. And I feel really bad because I didn't even do a lot in the fourth quarter because I was just like, this guy's over. I ate cereal. I'm going to eat some chips and salsa and put my kid to bed. Yeah. Because yeah. this shit is done. I will say, like, really, maybe midway through the third, the vibe wasn't bad. Like, it didn't feel tanky, if you will. Like, I thought it was mostly competitive. I thought that they looked super competitive, despite, like, the final score. Also, like, like I told you, I was missing Lou immediately. Because Zach Levine started hitting those threes, and I was like, no, no. Because, like, I just feel like he got around to SGA so easily. I also feel like that with Lou being out, you're already, like, there's a fraction of you that's already checked out. Yeah. Jesse's not all in. I'm not going to, like, say the L word because last time. No, let's not. So I'm not going to go there. But in this game I like I said I noticed he was gone immediately and I think that's just a testament to what his defense is like his defense is game-changing mm -hmm. it is game-changing and ever since the homie trade I'm so so nervous but then I found that article that said that um they would be focusing around SGA and Lou. And Lou. But I'm also, like, not going to believe everything the internet tells me. Because then somebody on Twitter was like, well, do you think Presti's sit name so people can see his real value? And I'm like, you mean for, like, a trade? Why would you say that to me? Why would you say that to me right now? So now I'm paranoid. <laughs> because in this game... I noticed lose value straight away. Straight away, exactly. And, like, I know, I think the last time we played Levine, I think he got 30 or so, but he was at least frustrated. 
you know and like he was not in this game he was big chilling on the bench in the fourth living his best life living his best 40 point stat line life yeah he's so good um i feel like zach levine's gonna get a mr thunder award for as much as we've talked about him tonight he just looked so good why (laughs) why I know you said you weren't as disappointed for the loss because, I mean, like, what can you do about that? I feel like he was SGA on the SGA night just doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. I mean, whenever a player looks that good, like, we we just got beat tonight. And I do think SGA had the really hot start. Um, Moses Brown was, like, keeping me entertained through the second and the third. I think that's why, like, I was still so engaged because he was making me be engaged. You never knew when he was going to do something else. Like he was the biggest factor. I mean, no pun intended for, I mean, but he was the biggest factor for us in this game easily. Yes. Who's your Mr. Thunder? Well, I'll let you go first. Uh, my Mr. Thunder Award is for Michael Cage because also keeping me engaged with such lines as a sea of red shirts. Like I see what you did there with the Red Sea and running of the bulls. Like he was full of it tonight. I do enjoy Michael quite a bit. Quite a bit. It was the Michael Cage, Moses Brown show. Like, Michael was living for Moses, and I was living for that. Um, well, I'm conflicted here. I want to give it to Moses, but I also want to give it to Lou. I know Lou didn't play. I know know (laughs) that Lou didn't play, first of all, but... I think just for me, if we're talking about pieces you need for a championship, and, like, obviously that's the goal here, you need a defender like that. And I think it's really easy to overlook because he always just does such a good job. But, like I said, I missed him immediately. I was like, no, I do – no. I don't want to play Zach Levine without Lou, ever. Ever. So notable. Super funny about this. What? Is that like I gave my cupcake out to Lou, but not like to Lou, but because of how much we knew we needed him from jump. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's not as follies out, you know, toe issues, but it was a cupcake tonight because there was nobody to pester Zach Levine. No. It was very upsetting to me. I mean, I am going to go ahead and give my Mr. Thunder award to Moses Brown. Deservably. Also, like I miss Lou, but let's talk about Moses. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he played 30 minutes. He was 9 of 16 from the field, 20 points, 16 rebounds, and five blocks. I thought there were just a couple times where the Bulls didn't have anybody size-wise to match up with him. Um, He started the scoring for us. He got a putback off of an SGA miss. He ended up getting a block, running and transition and scoring twice in this game, and it did not take him long to get down the court. He did airball the free throw when they were hyping him up, but it was just like a cute little whoopsie. 
you know, it was okay. He had the putback on the Kenny Hustle Eurostep. Yeah. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, he was all over the place. And I think he had eight offensive rebounds and eight defensive rebounds. And that's why I get so excited about big guys, because if they're having a night, they're having a night. And I just feel like he was in everything. We had that coaches challenge on the block. And then it did, it was successful for us because he did get a clean block. So the only reason I was engaged at all in the second half of this game, like at all, was because of Moses Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we have to play the Hawks on Thursday. They just won their sixth game in a row. So either two things are going to happen by the law of averages. They're not going to win another game or they're going to beat the brakes off us. I do have one complaint and it is my Mr. Thunder award. And it goes to Fox, Oklahoma. You mean cupcake. What did I say? Mr. Thunder. Heck, I don't know. It's okay. I miss Lou. Um, okay. Cupcake <laughs> Award. Uh, Fox, Oklahoma. We had to watch Dallas Stars pregame. Oh, instead of. <laughs> instead of the first quarter. So you and I have kind of talked about it before, like when you go to watch the game and then it's not on and then like the panic. The as panic. What platform you're going to watch it on. Like, I was literally, like, scrambling. I finally got my Fox Sports Go up. What's my password? The question forever and always. I almost had to message you and be like, girl, what's my password? I finally <laughs> crack the code, and I get in, and I'm watching. And then the next thing I know, we're taking a timeout because Zach Levine's already <laughs> doing that thing. And, like, I just – I didn't have any time to, like <laughs> – get settled into it and I blame Fox Oklahoma for that I mean we can always continue to blame Fox Sports Oklahoma I'm pretty sure that if you have Hulu you ain't watching your games they're like did you want to watch uh do you want to watch Dallas do you want to watch something that Dallas is doing free game and at first like I was looking and I was looking at the TV and I was like, Dallas Stars. And then I clicked the guide and it was like Oklahoma City Thunder. And then I click on it and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dallas Stars. You know, like, I don't know. It took me a minute to get on board. And then I was like, no, they're like messing with me. And then Zach Levine was like messing with me. And it was just not a smooth start to the game. Okay. It seems like also kind of a personal attack since the Penguins lost. Yeah. They were like, do you want to check out what another hockey team's doing? Do you want to check it out? And I didn't. <laughs> and I didn't want to. But then, like, I was looking and I was like, that's the Dallas Stars. But then the guide said Thunder. And then my mom's like, oh, so I can't watch the game? And I'm like, mom, it's <laughs> not a good time. Obviously, if you're not watching the game, I'm not watching the game either, ma'am. <laughs> like, mom, it's not a good time, okay? <laughs> uh hawks Hawk. do it okay so hawks and then 
Do we not play again until Monday? We have the weekend off. Oh, it, oh, it's a Sunday one o'clock start. Oh, it's the Timberwolves, right? Rocket. No, and then we play and the Timberwolves. And then Monday is the Timberwolves. I'm going to get there. Rockets. I don't like that. One o'clock Sunday. Like, the one o'clock start was, like, nice because we didn't have to stay up late. But as far as, like, are you ready to thunder up at one o'clock? Like, no, it's kind of weird. <laughs> like, it is we'll do weird. it. Yeah. It just sucks because I'm at work. Yeah. What are we going to title this one? It's got to be something about Moses. Moses parts the Red Sea. (laughs) Okay, Michael. (laughs) That's enough. I wish I had something as witty as Chris Fisher comes up with to respond to you. One time, Michael said something tonight, and Chris was like, "Ah." like, it was super uncomfortable. Their interactions get weird, and I like it. I I didn't really like it a lot. I think he gets tired of his shit. I just feel personally attacked by Zach Levine. Maybe that's the name of the episode, A Personal Attack by Zach Levine. Like... Like I said, I was having the snafu with the TVs, and then, like, I wasn't understanding, and then, like, we were going, and then, like, we were not going because oh. we were calling timeout. No, we weren't going. He was, he was going. going. He was going. He was like, hi, shoot threes, right out the gate, and I'm like, here, we fucking go. As soon as he hit that first one, I was like, I don't want to play <laughs> Zach Levine without Lou. I don't want to do this at all. I don't want this. 